It's the Tiltcast, episode 498, Ribbed for Grip. And this week, guys, we talk Back for Blood, Returnal, Demon Souls, it's and Elden Ring. Stay tuned. It's just the right size. He's a lucky bloke. Ew, it's the Tiltcast. <laughs> and we're back. Woohoo! And it's the three of us. It's just getting us started. It is an M-rated show. I'm Nas. I'm Jason. I'm Horny. I'm Rusty. And together, get ready for about 30 <laughs> minutes of bullshit. Bullshit. Some games, some news. Um, so Rusty wears uh, finger condoms. <laughs> you gotta fucking start with this, right? I'm Maybe. just already in the mood. Okay, whatever. My finger condoms <laughs> just got all juicy from the uh, from the can sploosh. You you wear those because, in particular, for sure, you work in a data center where it is always AC, always dry, and you're always messing with rubbing alcohol, so it wears out your fingertips. Yes, my fingertips are super fucking dry. So uh, his finger condoms don't work out, so I suggested a website that might help him out <laughs> called theluckybloke.com. It's not for finger condoms! But there... It's oh, yeah. I think I should have looked for... Condoms for small dick dudes. Oh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that this uh, this website actually has that covered. The toilet paper roll method. That's I'm, nice. I, I, it's mm, so. I mean, actually, it's a very useful website that will let you do the do the thing of measuring your measuring your piece to figure out uh, if you are abnormal or not abnormal. Well, and if it feels like you're in a, too tight of a turtleneck, um, I will tell you that that website is a game changer. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's um, I had to check it out because I mean I, I was curious to see how a website does this, right? So it doesn't have um, you submit your picture of your dick. It I just mean, has you take out a actual measuring tape and be honest and it's, then give them the right it doesn't even it doesn't even have the measuring tape to at, at the first it's like look if you want something that like anybody can you know that everybody has um that is a standard size uh that you know can give you a, a at least a good idea um it just asks you to grab an empty toilet paper roll yeah and then it says just uh, you know, slide her on, and then and and then make make a uh, an, an informed decision based off of the fit. Are you? Or is it too roomy? Did 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 you not get it in? <laughs> or, or, are you built like or, a tuna can? Or is <laughs> it just enough? It gets you down to the millimeters. I mean. The very the the very basics is is right are, there. And this is in girl inches too, not man inches. <laughs> okay, in girl inches. Okay, as um, in like with a measuring tape versus men saying they're like, yeah, I'm eight inches, and it turns out they're four and a quarter or something. Okay. Oh, and then they sell samplers. Oh, they, they do. do. Okay. Yeah. So so here they're giving me shit about my my little fucking like finger condoms because I've got I have to I have to wear them on my index finger and my thumb because those are the two fucking you know fingers that I use the most at work. Um but my thumb is is very girthy 
and it cuts the, these things to cut off the circulation of my thumb, and I just had to just basically destroy one uh, because it was cutting off the cir circulation of my thumb. So they're like, "Well, you're not wearing the right size," and I'm like, "The fuck size am I looking for? It's a finger cut." <laughs> You should go to this uh, this website. And that's, I'm like, that's for dicks. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, though. <laughs> They're like, get yourself a micro penis for your finger. And I'm like, wait, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> your hand's sliding off of everything. <laughs> I've got a fucking little reservoir at the tip get, of my thumb. You have to get them like... <laughs> You have to get them, like, ribbed so you can grip. Ribbed for grip. <laughs> <laughs> There's our episode title right there. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, there... <laughs> buys some uh, <laughs> so yeah that's how my night starts here when I get here what the fuck um, <laughs> I wonder how the gaming performance would be <laughs> that thumbstick does not slip <laughs> yeah no well you know what's funny is uh, all throughout Elden Ring you're depending on how you align you're either for or against the uh, two fingers. So, my character is a servant of the two fingers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you fucker. <laughs> when you finally find some of the uh, shit for the two fingers, people are getting really creative in their messages, making them just stupid 12-year-old, like, fucking, uh, just bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody's mm -hmm. finding ways to insert two fingers in into the two fingers. Right. Insert two fingers, huh? Yeah. Okay. We we went there. Yeah, I found one that said literally two fingers butthole. Ew. <laughs> but it was B U T and then H W H O L E. But butthole. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then and you're like there's uh, a there's... troll and then you fall into a hole. No, it was literally <laughs> at a at a monument that had two fingers. Ah, yeah. So they really didn't think that one through, did they? <laughs> it's Miyazaki. Or, or maybe they did. Um, There's some subtle wordplay. <clears throat> yes. I don't know. I mean, Martin had some part in it. There is that. Uh, though, it was, wasn't his shit, like, you know, overall story arc? It was the theme, the story arc, and the world building behind some of the stuff. Uh, okay. And they used that in a blender with... Miyazaki to make something Souls-like out of that. Okay. So basically, barely anything there. No, there's actually... This has absolutely the most out of any other games. Okay. By a pretty long shot. Well, I mean, they took they took all of the, the world building and you said Blender, and I'm like, okay. So they just took all of the story and went... And now you've got Souls, so. uh <laughs> Yeah, but... uh I don't know. It's been a, it's been an interesting week. I won't go into all the details, but I will tell you that I made some badass uh, breakfast burritos last night. Um, mm. Fuck yes! So I took a skirt steak with mm. red chili and green chili and marinated it in that with a little bit of lime juice. 
and uh, had Jason grill the steak on the Weber while I made um, cheesy eggs along with sausage mixed with bacon bits along with bacon in the oven along with, see I got jalapeno sharp cheddar like artisan quality, right? And uh, some regular sharp cheddar from that because I knew you wasn't going to try anything fancy. Um, and uh, yeah. Uh, and I took some uh, bell peppers and jalapenos and sauteed them in some butter and bacon grease. Um, some garlic. And mm-hmm. then we had basically like fajita breakfast burritos. Those I, took are... that, I took the steak and cut it in strips. Like, I didn't realize that we would go through 12 eggs, a pound of sausage, a pound of bacon, and a pound and a half of steak all in one sitting, just between the five of us last night. It it went fast. Okay. I mean... Are you sure you don't want to play on Friday night? I, I never really got an, an official offer. <clears throat> oh, it's always been on the table. Mm, okay. Mm. So, it may be a few weeks before we add anybody, but... That's fine. Get settled. I'm also just, you know... Antisocial. That's what it is. Well, it was the big cuts of bacon that I got, so it was like you just throw a whole stick of bacon in your burrito, you know? Oh, well, I mean, why not? And uh, I think the bacon was uh, definitely the topper on that. Like it. Uh, oh, fuck yeah. Mix some bacon with steak. But that steak was great. Yeah, the steak was pretty fucking good. I did a pretty good job of not ruining your marinade. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it was pretty fucking epic. We had a pretty good game session of uh, trying not to get in a fight yet again, which I think we succeeded. Since John's character only has four hit points. John from Picking Up the Pixels plays with us. Because mm. um, that's like my core D&D group and has been for a very long time. Um, but it's not really D&D. Like it's, again, it's... It's a GURP. Yeah. Is that is that what you call it? Yep. What, what does that stand oh, for? What the fuck? Okay. Continue. What the fuck is that? You don't know what a GURP is? A GURP. Yeah. You, you're throwing... You're, you're, you're throwing fucking words at me, and I'm... You have to realize. I, I Generic don't, universal role-playing system. It's a GURP. Oh. <laughs> it's like <laughs> that's all I've got is like a oh. lot of the basic rule sets have a whole lot more in, as far as what Dave is using has a whole lot more in common with Steve Jackson's GURPS games than anything okay because I thought that was a weird kind of LARP no <laughs> are you no, are you casting fireballs that, with tennis balls that is a system that uh uh, uh, games like uh, uh, Shadowrun and Cyberpunk were built on. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand now that you've described it more fully. Um, yeah, but yeah, I didn't recognize the term because you know, see how long it's been since I've been sitting around a fucking table rolling dice. Years. <laughs> And it wasn't necessarily, I never, the last time I I played, I was fucking GMing. <laughs> yeah. 
It's not fun. <laughs> GMing is knowing everything is not as fun as experiencing it. I'll tell you that right now. So I would want to play something, but uh, based off of what your your description of, of your your homebrew game, that's what I call it as homebrew. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if I'd be that super interested in it. <laughs> I mean, just I want to play some classic fucking D anD D. That's what I need. Yeah, that's what I want to play. I will tell you that uh, John has endlessly been bitching about his classic D anD D versus our game. Okay, just because you can have a lot more freedom in our game than you do D anD D for sure. Well, no, that more has to do with the GM running the game. Yeah, I, I mean. After after like seeing some of the you know the critical role stuff and and watching Vox Machina and I'm like, you know, it's been probably more than ten years since I've even you know unpacked my fucking D and D dice. Um, and ten years ago, I was playing fucking uh, D ten fucking World of Darkness shit. Uh, so I don't even know what my D you know where my D four is right now. Uh, you know, so I don't know, man. I just want to fucking play some, you know, my some normal ass fucking D and D. That's that's just the way that that I am. I'm fucking, I don't know, vanilla. I don't fucking know. I, I love. I, I just like the idea of uh, of fantasy. That's that's the thing. Sci-fi. I get it's enough true. fucking sci-fi. Oh my god, do I get enough fucking sci-fi? Um, I just want fucking some old school fantasy. Give me some fucking goblins to crush. I, that's that's all I want. You know. <clears throat> well, we uh we game for about two hours and we eat and talk for about two hours. Okay, I mean, that's that, that's great. Um, I'm also very antisocial and very distracted by this website. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it's just been a, it's been an interesting week overall. But the uh, I've got even more shows I'm going to right now. I've got larger. I've got <laughs> several. Uh, I'm going to be out of town quite a bit this this month, so that'll be an adventure. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I got to put this website down. <laughs> um, definitely didn't save it. It's definitely not in my fucking favorites right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, anywho, thanks for that. Um, I mean, you know, we're not when you've been, when you've been sailing is. the seven seas looking for the right, for something that doesn't feel like you're, uh, like you're about to kill it. A lot of good odd sizes on there. Wow. Okay. Um, definitely not all created equal. Um, that is true. I mean, it's the same thing like when you go and get shoes, right? Like if you, your whole life you've been getting shoes from like Kohl's or whatever, right? And then you go to somebody who's a cobbler and then he finds out you have like duck feet. Like he's able to make sure that you get shoes that are the right fit, right? Yeah. Because not everybody's foot's the same. Well, 
I, I definitely understand that 14 wides are not necessarily built the same across, you know, across the board. No, because when they've been made in slave labor camps, right? Those feet are small, so uh, they're not used to it. So you got to get American made. I mean, it, it, and I'm probably not even a 14 wide. Maybe, maybe closer towards a, you know, just a normal ass 14. I mean, just, some people have ski feet, right? Some people do. Yeah, I've got Fred Flintstone feet. Fucking, I was going with, you know, maybe, you know, like Hobbit fucking I mean, hairy yeah. ass feet. Hairy wide feet. Hey, I'm not looking at your feet. Just saying. <laughs> don't don't you just, show me this just, shit. Just I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Your feet need to stay off the fucking table. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and you. Uh, God. Foot down, Bilbo. <laughs> <laughs> this is not your great adventure. <laughs> Uh, wow. <laughs> Anywho, where the fuck were we? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Okay. Finger condoms. Uh, so what have you been up to? Oh, you know what? What? Me and Jason got wood today. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Walking away. Goodbye. Lolo's going to follow you. Really? No. Aww. What he meant was we, we went and bought lumber for a gaming table. Yep, we did the manly thing before you got here, and we, uh, me and him went up to Lowe's. I was going to get a topper from a better lumber place. It turns out that they all closed while me and Jason are working. Yeah, um, go figure. You know, and they open right when me and Jason are at work. Oh, go figure. Um... And getting off the next three weeks early is not even a close to a possibility. I found out looking at my schedule. So uh, we did our best looking through a lot of different toppers to find the topper that would be the right for us. And I've got a huge piece of four by eight. What do we get? Maple? Uh, birch plywood. Birch. Yeah. Okay. So got a big old sheet of plywood in there and a whole bunch of boards to assemble a table with legs. So it's basically so. basically ready to go and I only need to do some sanding and some, I, we bought stain while we we're up there too, so okay. It is uh it's go. All I got to do is get felt and uh clips for the fucking drink holders. I found some stuff on Amazon that clips kind of like a the closest thing I can think of is kind of like a hair clip, like uh-huh. like an alligator clip. Right. That clips on the side of it. It's meant for your desk, but it'll hold a phone, has a little hole for your charger, or will hold a cup. Okay. That's cool. So you can have those clipped to the side of the table so you don't necessarily have to have your drinks on the table where you got your pen and paper. And I'm going to, I found them for $13 a three pack. So I'm going to buy like three packs of those, right? You got five people or four people or whatever. Oh, a couple extras, yeah. You have a couple extras. You want to put your phone in one and your cup in one, then just clip it on the side of the table, and there you go, and you don't have to have it hanging out there. And we looked at a lot of gaming tables. Me and my dad did some research on how we want to do it, and essentially the groove that's going to be is going to be made out of one-by-twos, basically, on the inside track of the table. So you got these one-by-twos. It's the frame of the table, and these... Wait. Yeah, one-by-twos, and then... What the hell did we get? 
No, one by fours. One by fours that'll frame the outside of the table, and these one by twos that'll be the interior frame and the frame for the box for the felt part. So you're going to flip the whole tabletop. I just we've got to figure out the way to secure it down when I flip it on the non-grooved side, but the sheet is pretty fucking heavy, so it'll it's hold itself. I, I might just get some rare earth magnets or something still and just put that on there, but I feel like the rare earth magnets will pick up the frame. I, I, it will. It will. It. <clears throat> the tabletop will hold itself down. You're going to need a fucking crowbar. I could, crow route, you know, I could route a groove in the top of the table, though. Just a small groove that's like a quarter inch high. For what? To just stay in a spot uh, on the tabletop. I don't even need that. When we're gaming, literally, when you lift it up, flip it over so that all the... So that... Um, so that all of the uh, barriers are up, and you set that back down on the frame, that tabletop's going to hold itself on. You know what I could do is I could put just could from build, the weight until I it could, doesn't. I could build a box for the dice mm -hmm. with felt, and then secure that with rare earth magnets. Yeah, you really just want to use the rare earth magnets. I kind of do. The uh, the the ones that you saw online, you're gonna need a fucking crowbar to actually. You I know, could get you know get that fucker. I off. could drill like four holes in each of the sides and put some kind of like pin on it or something like that. I could do something like that. That too. You could do that, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, you're 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 designing your own fucking you know gaming table. Go for it. Go to go ham. I want to see these rare earth magnets. Because, holy shit, uh, the ones that you showed me, yeah. The, they could I, could, be... I could literally get one and put it in the middle of the table, <clears throat> and then put a strip on the bottom of that box, and then just yoink, put it on there, and then I'd have to fucking pry it off, probably. Right. <laughs> like I said. And any cell phone you, you put on it, like, scramble. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You probably don't want to have rare earth magnets right next to a phone. Um, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. I just thought of that. I think I'm gonna think of the pen idea. Like, just take drill some like small holes in the table so it doesn't really do much, right? And they just don't drill it all the way down. And you just drop the pins in there and then line it up, and then you're good to go. Okay. And then you got a box, and I don't have to flip the whole top. Yeah. Uh, I'm still having a hard time visualizing, but that's that's me being Just dumb. I'm think of it as a basically a box made out of one by twos and a floor, right? Mm -hmm. That has a felt bottom, mm -hmm. and that box is separate from the table. And you just drop that down on the table. Oh, okay. And you just take some pins and put it on there so it doesn't move anything. So where are you gonna put the box? I don't know. That's that. That's the whole idea of the whole flip the table tabletop yes. over. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, so that you can hide the box underneath the table when you're not using it. It's the whole idea of the hidden gaming table. But that's just me. I don't know anything. So. <laughs> Either way, I'm gonna get creative. I've got the lumber. I've got more than I need. I think. I think it'll be fun. It'll turn out great, no matter how you do it. I, I have faith in you. Yeah, <laughs> me and uh, me and Dad are gonna get creative with this, but I think the first step now is sanding and staining everything, and then we can put it together. Good fucking luck. Did you get yourself like 
a machine no. for that. Gotta, <laughs> he's got he's got a sander. I'm you not gotta sander. build it and dry fit it first, and then sand and stain. Sand and stain everything beforehand. Then you start cutting. Then there's problems. Yeah. Well, I'm not a carpenter, obviously. Yeah, that is the noise. But his dad's helping him build it. Okay. I'm not. Okay. All right. That's good. John decided he might offer Miller support, so John may be involved as well. Uh, my my um um my my thoughts are with you. Might have him help me stand the table and get high in the garage. That's what's gonna happen. Not I definitely really. don't need no, that. No, I'm just gonna go out out in the fucking driveway and do it. But anyways, yeah. So we got a we got a bunch of lumber and did all that shit before you got here, and I got a whole bunch of shit in the garage. And it didn't cost me that much. And I haven't gotten hardware, but shit. So far, my project's at 150 bucks. Yeah. It's That's not a bad. far cry from like the two or three grand that you can see on online for something, you know, something like it. So, yeah. I'm feeling pretty good about myself. And you're giving me shit because I haven't fucking put anything up on my walls and you're over here fucking like, I'm, I'm, I'm lumbering. I am mad. <laughs> <laughs> Just call me Tim Allen. Nobody's no. going to confuse no. you for Tim Allen. Nobody's going to do that. No, no. He's a oh, oh, he's oh, a oh, dick. Oh. He's a dick. He's got a dick in <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> believe me. Um, <clears throat> he's a Michigan native. So, <laughs> so Jason, have you been up to anything interesting this week? Uh. Yeah, okay. Let I mean, me you, and, uh, you had your wife's like, birthday. Not, yeah, my wife's birthday was last week. Uh, let her spend the spend the day kidless with her with her sister and her cousin. So, um, she enjoyed that. A little disappointed she didn't have a party for her fortieth, but. I didn't have a party for my 40th either. It's just another number. You just, you just, you, you, you go through the entire day and right before you pass out, you start thinking about how you're halfway done. Well, Rusty, <laughs> I'm now that I'm coming up on my, my midlife crisis and I'm about to turn 40. Yeah. I'm thinking I might go extra this year. So if you want to re-celebrate your 40th, what what how how extra are you are you are you gonna how are you gonna get some gourmet cupcakes made? <laughs> no, thinking like a triple kegger. A triple kegger? What? Well, I, I'm not gonna invite that many people. Okay, see, a triple kegger would a Guinness kegger. Uh, okay, a Guinness kegger. The last time I was in a kegger, let me think. Oh my god. It seems like a whole lifetime ago. The last time I did a kegger was at my 30th birthday. Uh, it was a triple kegger, but I also had a shitload of people come to that. And it wasn't my house. That's the difference. It's my house. So the the guest list is like 15 to 20 strong. Okay. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Because you don't want to have to clean up after him. Because you know how that works. Um, but yeah. No. Uh, I, I understand your gumption sir but the last time that we decided that we were going to try to drink 
we barely got through a six pack. <laughs> so, so, well, you have, you, you have, uh, I have connections. I could get like a whole troop of like belly dancers out here and shit. Okay. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do something a little extra though. You're going to, you're, you're, you're going to fucking. My budget's a thousand dollars. That's a hell of a budget. You know what my budget for my 40th was? Whatever I put on the table. What do I want to do for 12 hours? <laughs> I played video games on my fucking birthday and it was grand. So what I'm getting at is I may do go extra and then still do a, at least a duo birthday party for you two. But I want to have my birthday on the 31st this year. Okay. That's fine. So I'll, I'll, do, be- a, I'll do a smaller group of your choosing for you all. And then I'll do a larger whatever bullshit I decide for mine. Okay. I'm only coming to one of them. So. <laughs> That's me being the urban hermit and I'm like do I have to leave my house twice <laughs> so um well, we'll figure it out Ru- rusty is our resident troll troll i mean i've always been a troll you know you're a troll if you live under the bridge anyway i mean so. it fits you in so many ways yeah i i've always i i grew up a troll i will always be a troll <laughs> Um, but interesting, let's see, there was that, there was, uh, um, let's see, last time I was here, let me think. So the... Fucking three weeks ago. So my girls, uh, they, uh, go to a, uh, youth ranch weekly for, um, you know, like counseling, learn to ride horses, stuff like that, right? Um, and they're... They're a nonprofit, so they have uh, uh, they have like work days um, where they ask, you know, people just come help them out, you know, clean stuff up around the ranch, whatnot. Uh, so I spent like that Saturday before, and that's part of the reason my head just wasn't wasn't in the show. I spent all that day beforehand. Up in trees. What were you doing up in the trees? Cutting shit out of them. Why was there shit in the trees? No, they were overgrown horribly. Oh, you were pruning the trees. Yeah. Okay. Use words. Um, Up in trees. What else would you do up in a tree? There's plenty of things that I can think of. I mean, when the context is a work day, what else would you do up in a tree? Same thing. <laughs> um, Nobody ever looks up. <laughs> right. Uh, otherwise, games, really, it's just been a, a really hitman. Hit and then uh, you, me, and Crystal have actually been playing Back for Blood because I bought her that and a year worth of gold for her birthday god damn zombie games yeah we did play quite a bit of that i'm still open to playing more oh yeah fucking zombie games hey crystal seemed like she's having a blast you know her she loved love for dead so this is like god 
damn. His wife will play video games with him. Don't don't shut it down. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm happy for you. This is like this is great. That game's like crack cocaine for her. It's guns and zombies. It's two things that she likes to you know you know do do. <laughs> do. Uh, do. Uh, d- <laughs> No, she's she's. Uh, I mean, she likes you know. She likes the division, um, and she's always been into the zombie genre. I mean, you guys still have my copy of uh, what was that game that came out a couple years ago? Uh, Days Gone. Days Gone. Yeah, I bought it on sale on PC. You guys can just hang on to it. Cool. Cool. Yeah, she she loves that fucking game too. But I mean, if it's zombies and it's survival, it's that's one of the reasons. In her me and your wheelhouse, one of the reasons me and your wife get along. She's played more Seven Days to Die than I have. Granted, it's on PS4, but yeah, that that's oh, that sucks. that's sad though. I mean, There's because so PS4 much... is just like so behind the PC version, it's not even. I would funny. tell you if I if I wasn't playing other games right now, I'd probably be going back. There's so much that's changed again. I mean, they're on Alpha Twenty. Jesus, when's it gonna get to beta? That's one of those games that's gonna be perpetually in fucking development. That's just the way that I've that got game hundreds is. of hours out of it, so. It's it's a sandbox and it works. It 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 works. Unless somebody doesn't fucking like organize properly and then just throws shit into a fucking box and then I spend fucking like hours upon hours upon hours just sorting out boxes and having fun doing it. Yeah, there's even more materials now. Oh great. Um I still say my greatest achievement was uh, I want to build a fucking castle, and I did. Uh, <laughs> well, you can you can make vehicles now. Oh, that's that's great. I didn't didn't want that. I want my castle back. Is what I needed. Right. <laughs> well, that I, fucking thing was epic. Yeah, there's a. They, uh, I think they're working on vans right now. Is one of the new vehicles they're working on is a van. Why? No. So you get extra storage. For what? So you go out on a scavenging run and then you take a whole bunch of shit back with you. The the whole point of that game The whole point of that game was to go out on a scavenging run and then end up in a fucking spot where you couldn't necessarily get back easily and then you had to survive the night. Well, um, gasoline still takes a while to make or find. Uh I had I had a biofuel factory going. <laughs> things things have changed. I know, they, I know, things have changed. There's but... so much so much has changed that I'm interested in looking at it again. But right now I've got the things to do. So Jason, did you I'm gonna start with Jason because I feel like me and Rusty did you finish your review of Horizon last week? Um yeah, because I finished the game just before I started the show. Okay. Jason, did you play anything new this week besides Back to Blood? Nope, just returning to that, and like I said, I'm still playing through that Hitman trilogy, because it's kind of been my de-stressor. It's a good Zen game. I I will not disagree there. You just, it's a puzzle, it's a whole puzzle. It's puzzles. Yeah. 
Poison the fish. Feed it to the dude. That's the only thing I remember right now. Poison the fish. Uh, Follow dude to the bathroom. Garrowed him. Yeah. Follow him to the bathroom. Drown him in the toilet. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. The, I mean, there's that. God, that would be a fucked up way to go. Right? <laughs> They're like, I'm going to the bathroom. I really need to take a shit. And then all of a sudden you feel like a cold hand on the back of your neck and then... Or or you're sick and you go puke in the toilet. Right. And then your head gets shoved down in it. That's like the worst fucking swirly ever. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, you know, or like uh, dropping a, a drum of gasoline on somebody or... You know, you could do shit like that. There's so many ways for people just to just die in a random uh, in a random way in a fucking like well um, well populated area. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that that game was kind of scary in some ways, <laughs> right? Um, but you know, figuring out the puzzles is fun. The, that's yeah. that's the uh, that's the thing is puzzles and timing. Uh, you know, and and it's a it's a moving puzzle, and that is that's yeah. one of the you know the draws and to that game. The fact that some of the levels, Jesus Christ, the sorry, fact, the fact that some of the levels, the timing will, um, change in little different ways. Um, whenever you load it, as uh, is, is pretty cool too. It's a little bit more dynamic than older Hitman games. Yeah. In that sense. Well, because you can add extra systems to it. Yeah. I I just... I used to play those games, but... I think it was when they broke up the fucking... You know, you know, broke the game up into episodes. And I said, you know what, fuck it. I'm not even fucking interested right now. Uh, and I just never went back. It's not zombies, though. So, at least it's not. So, really, that's... That's the majority of what... What I've been doing. I will say... Um, I made some more Elden Ring proce- process... Progress. Um, I've been having a lot of fun with it. So... Me and Nymph from TVGP were on Discord the other day, and he was kind of talking about it. He gave me some tips on some things I hadn't discovered. Well, I was still dicking around, basically, in the... I would call it kind of like the early area, because I was like, yeah, I tried the first boss, and he smacked the shit out of me. I'm going to just dick around and kill all these world bosses everything else. Pointed me to a talking tree, which gave me a sewing needle, and sent me on a whole quest adventure to go kill some guys that stole his shit. Um, talking tree sewing needle. Yeah, I'm not gonna guys. say more than that. Okay. When uh, you run into the talking tree, hit the talking tree with your sword. Well, that's the that's the way you start a conversation with a tree. Set it with a sword. Yo, yeah, you. It makes sense, okay. sort of. Um, um okay. turns it's more than meets the eye. So now it's a transformer. Got kind it. Of, basically. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, so he started me on that quest, which gave me the ability to alter armor, which was something I didn't know about. Um, 
physically and reduces the weight of your armor so you can wear more weight and not do fat rolls. And it's not all armor, it's only certain armor, but it makes it better and lighter, um, which is a big deal in that game. And then that boosted my confidence. He's like, oh, because um, I found something new. It's like, but there's a couple of areas he's telling me about these uh, weapon abilities I could get from these two knights that roam the countryside. So these black knights that are on a black horse that basically kind of look like Death Riders or Nazgul from like Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. that roam the countryside in a couple of places. And I was like, I bet I can take them on. So I was casually talking to him, one shot both. He's feeling really, 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 really confident about that. And I was like, I feel like taking on a dragon. There's a dragon in the lake. I'm going to go try the dragon now. Nope. One shot the dragon. And I was like, man, I'm feeling really good. I'm going to go try Margit, which is the uh, first big boss that's got a whole like cutscene and everything else. Mm-hmm. Did not one shot that. No. Five shot it, though. Hey, there you go. And it's... then I got to leave him a little bit more cocky. Today, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to make my way through this because the first big castle is essentially a huge interconnected dungeon. And uh, you can warp between bonfires in the dungeon and warp out of the dungeon, so I don't know that it's a proper dungeon dungeon, but um, regardless, it's a really cool interconnected castle that's really fucking big. And so I went through that and figured out all the secrets. I will say the fucking birds with swords on their feet are a fucking pain in the ass. I found that there is no spell that has a fast enough wind-up to hit it from my paladin's perspective. So it is all throwing knives, and uh, throwing knives seem to take them out of the air and down to a level where I can beat the shit out of them. So I beat all the fucking eagles with fucking swords. They even grab fucking exploding barrels and throw exploding barrels at you. These fucking eagles are relentless. Um, it's, a, it's a great fucking troll, but it's the first few times you run into it, you're like, what the fuck just happened? Um, <laughs> you learn that if Were you they, even, they even breathe fire. Are, uh, did you become one with the roly-poly? <laughs> Viva La Dirt League has some great videos on Souls games right now. Yes. Um, no, I, I'm i not light equip. I'm medium equip load, which gives me a fast enough roll. Um, I haven't been invaded yet. I haven't figured out the invasion mechanic. I know that I have materials to invade other people and materials to get um, myself as a sun bro basically like the other games where you can just help people beat bosses right um but i haven't been invaded at all and one mechanic that's really overpowered right now is messages that seems weird but if you write a message and somebody rates it good it gives you a little bit of health back well they just come and burst because i leave a message about every 20 minutes and there's a shitload of people playing it right now on pc so sometimes i get like four message ratings in a row and then i'm like back at half from half health to full health Damn. So I'm just leaving messages all over that are helpful shit and getting rewarded for it because there's a lot of people playing it. But yeah, I haven't been invaded at all. Um, and I don't know how that mechanic works at all. I haven't really looked into it. I feel confident that if I do get invaded, I'll be able to hold my own. But um, I feel like I've, I would say, I feel confident. Now, there's some things that don't feel confident. And I passed the castle and got into the second area and got into a swamp. There was this uh, fucking uh, spider-like dude that has like eight arms that moves really fucking fast um, that has been eating my fucking lunch. Um, so I went back to exploring again, and I think um, I tried a dragon while Jason was here, decided the dragon wasn't for me. And then I found a whole underworld that 
you go to basically like a platform in a little temple, and that transports you to like a fucking cave world that's fucking ginormous. Um, which previously I was not doing so hot at, and now I've got the stats and a big fucking pull arm to uh, fucking decimate multiple enemies at a time and all the fucking summons and yeah, I was uh, I was just erasing faces in there. So uh, Elden Ring, I'm still I'm level seventy, and I just passed, got into the second area. And I'm having a blast. I'm 40 hours into that game right now. And still got one shot by a dragon. Yeah. It was obvious that I wasn't supposed to do that dragon yet. Basically, my resistance is probably a little low. Like, if he did, it was the dragon in Khalid or Khaled or whatever it is. Anyway, it's a big red area. There's a dragon over there that breathes fucking, like, toxic smoke. And uh, fucking melted me as soon as I got caught in the breath. So, I realized that I wasn't ready yet. I needed to have some kind of resistance gear, probably, and, uh, I don't know, at, at least a weapon that hits harder, even though my weapon hits like a fucking truck right now for what I'm doing. But, yeah, that game's, uh, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be playing it until I get to the end, but I don't feel like I'm anywhere close to the end, so it's just review in progress. If you're a game journal and you beat this in a week, I don't know what the fuck you did. Because there's, it's a massive fucking game. Like, super massive. And, honestly... I want to address the whole thing about it being easier and explain why. Okay. It's not that the whole game is easier. It's just there are big chunks of it that are easier. The fact that you can be on horseback and out-distance enemies helps. Um, the fact that you can fight on horseback helps. There's a lot of groups, though. Like all the other Souls games, it was usually you could pull them in ones and twos. You can still do that to a certain degree. But they like to throw threes, fours, five, six, twelves at you. And uh, the horse makes a big difference for your melee character. And having a couple of spells makes a big difference, too. So as a faith-based character, I've got some pretty badass spells that I can use. And just discovered dragon spells, which also increase the face, so I can literally breathe fire. Or shoot fucking lightning bolts out of my eyes, which is great. Um... It also increases my madness, and if I get to, like, 100% madness, I start to die. You start to die? Yeah. Okay. It's a debuff called huh. madness, but it causes a bar of that to show up when anytime I'm shooting lightning from my eyes. I mean, you would tend to go mad if you shot lightning from your eyeballs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so I what, it, does it just do damage to you over time, or? I, I don't, I guess I'll just have to try it. Seems like it might be bad. I mean, tend, you tend not to want to go mad, but for science, you probably should go mad at least once. For science, I should go mad. But, uh, yeah, so the easier thing is horseback makes some things easier. you got to double jump. There is platforming in this, and you can kind of cheese platforming to get to areas that you wouldn't think. The enemies you can't cheese with platforming most of the time. They can path towards you in a way or range you. Most of the enemies have some kind of range attack, too. Um, so... There's that. Magic's pretty fucking overpowered, but there, I am realizing that that was an early game thing. If I, As I got into the later game, I realized my sorcerer probably should have some melee abilities. There's this boss called the Butcher that I was fighting that has some crazy attack patterns. And I was trying my faith spells, right, to hit him. It was only my area of effect that I could ever catch him in, but he'd also catch me because it's kind of got a wind up. And so I ended up just meleeing the fuck out of him. Um... 
and it really took me thinking about that pattern on how to get through it and how to get him staggered so that I could do damage. Um, that was one of the harder bosses, and it's just a mini boss. You like travel into a parallel dimension and you go fight this dude in a similar area, but it's like it looks like it's out in space or something. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's these little points where it's like a portal to like an alternate world that you fight some mini bosses in the world with and it doesn't like allow summons and it has like special conditions and all this other shit um the way that you describe this fucking game it seems like it's like part part high fantasy action you know in, in adventure part acid trip uh, shooting light balls from your uh, lightning bolts from your eyeballs going into alternate dimensions and you know and, and fighting things like the butcher it's is like, like well the butcher is like this dude that's in some crazy ragged armor with this big curved sword that like snakes his way down on like all fours to get to you and it makes your attack patterns miss him like you can also jump over sword attacks which is another thing that's great with having a jump now so like one of the dodges is literally jumping over shit so like i've got these guys that have like flails that extend out like 20 feet you can literally jump over that attack and then fucking launch. You can get a big stagger attack with a heavy attack while you're jumping. So, like, that's some of my strategy with some of the guys is trying to stagger them with a jump attack. Like, jump under the sword or over the sword to land a, an attack on their helmet or something or over the top of their shield. So, but Damn. yeah, it's a... Uh, Acid trip. It's... They do, they do this type of game best. Um, and there is a lot more story to it. Like I'm actually completing quests, so there is no quest log. Have Have you figured out the the whole dude with the like mechanical arm thing? Um, oh, the boss. Is it a boss? Which Which mechanical arm? It, it It's he has no arm, and he puts a fucking arm on. It's It's in the trailer. Oh yeah, that's the first boss. That's the first boss. Okay. Yeah, he pulls the head off a dragon and then reanimates it to life as his arm. Oh, I mean, as you do. <laughs> okay. And then he starts breathing fire with that arm. All right, then. <laughs> Without spoiling too much, don't use your summons till he changes his attack pattern to the hammer and your summons will last longer. Okay. That was what it finally I finally figured out is, oh, they're dying too early because I'm... I'm I'm summoning them too early. It's really the second phase of the fight that I need them to distract. And then use your zombie summons, which you get from the... Uh, there's this... So there's this guy on a boat. There's this mini boss. It's actually fairly easy to fight on horseback. That's on a boat. It's like... What's the dude in the river sticks? Uh, that's... Charon? Charon. 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 Yeah. So it's basically Charon, right? And he's in a boat on a lake. And you can, it's not even a lake, it's like three inches of water. But he raises skeletons um, when he fights you, but he's ridiculously easy on horseback. Like, I've one-shot him, run into him one once. But he gives you summons when you beat him. And the summons are skeletal warriors that, if they don't get hit again when they're in their reanimate animation, come back to life and continue fighting, which I'm not really using them for the damage, I'm really using them for distractions. Right with big groups or bosses. And he has my favorite summon so far. Like, I'm a paladin necromancer now because I raise skeletons from the dead in my harder fights. I mean, you do what you do. But yeah, it, when you run into the dude in the, uh, basically the glowy hot pink boat 
that's a skeleton, you will have run into Charon. And he is the guy that you should fight on horseback. The fucking descriptions you're giving me is like... A lake that's three inches deep. A glowy, hot pink boat that is a skeleton. Well, he's a skeleton in a boat. But he, like, drives... He, like, pushes the boat around, like... It's a pretty fucking weird game, man. (laughs) What? (laughs) So, yeah. Uh... (laughs) I, I can I, I can understand. The performance has gotten a whole lot better too. Okay, they're patching it almost every day. Well, I mean, <coughs> it's it's one. It's, it's, it was at a mixed rating for a little while. Well, yeah, it's I mean, at a it very was, positive rating finally. It was uh, the the fucking day one patch actually kind of broke things, and then they started fixing that again. So that's good. I mean, it's like every patch addresses performance to some form or another. But because I think it, it helps to, it's like choppy. one of the top played games on Steam right now. I mean, they can't afford this one to fail. I mean, it's so big. Um, it's so much bigger. This like So like Miyazaki games, like the Souls games are fucking great. All of the Souls games are good. So you say. Um, the Blood Bloodborne, to me, some people really like Bloodborne is a different take on the combat in that you are meant to get hit sometimes, and then you're meant to retaliate to get your health back. Right. Um, so it's a faster-paced game. This is a mix between that and regular Souls. Like, it wants you to be aggressive sometimes. But not always. Like, there was this bear boss that was really fucking hard for me for a while until I realized that once once I summoned somebody, I needed to hit him for everything I got as fast as I could to get him to a point because he gets hyper-aggressive later on in the fight. And you have to basically be right up in his nutsack the whole time. So you can roll every time he does an attack so that you can get one attack in like every 15 seconds. And at that point, you're going to roll out of stamina or you're going to miss something. And then it's like two hits and you're dead, basically. So at that point, you need to have got to a point where you can roll enough to where you're guaranteed not to miss. You see what I'm saying? Like to where you're just going to get those last three hits in being really cautious versus half the fight being really cautious, which is what my mistake was. Gotcha. So... You summon your summons, and you beat the ever-living shit out of him with everything you got while he's distracted for most of that. And then the last part of the fight when your summons die is you being cautious and getting in the hit when you can. Um, Playing super defensively. You just don't want to play super defensively for 50% of the self bar. Right. Okay. But, yeah, like, the boss mechanics are great. Um, I really... They did a real good job with the Invisa frames, uh, the Vincibility frames. Like, you can roll out of stuff. You can even jump over area of attacks, too, which is great. Like, it's too big for you to roll out of or roll into. You know you're not going to hit your invisibility frame because it's a longer, like, earthquake attack or something crazy. Just jump over it. And then while you're jumping over it, maybe you swing your sword or your halberd or your axe or whatever you got into the boss while you're doing so. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a great game so far. I'm really enjoying the fuck out of it. It's, 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 it's you uh, played a little bit of Souls and bounced you off it for the last time, I think, right? <laughs> you played some Demon Souls uh, because I finished uh, Horizon. I'm just looking for something, anything to play. Uh, so I loaned him Demon Souls. So, so yeah, you loaned me Demon Souls and Returnal, um, and I hadn't touched them yet. Uh, so I decided I was gonna try. I was gonna. I was gonna give it. I was gonna give it a shot. 
Um, so I'm, I have historically bounced off of, uh, all of the dark souls games. (laughs) Wow. Um, (laughs) I just got a preview of the uh, title card. Um, the, uh, (laughs) we're already settled. Yeah. We're already settled on that. Um, so yeah, I have I have historically bounced off of the you know the the Dark Souls games, not just I'm not I don't have the right mindset for that, which is I don't necessarily like the idea of failing over and over and over again till you succeed. I like to have some form of like you know, at least some form of in- incremental progression, you know. And it's not that it is something, you know, with, with dark souls, you do something until it clicks. So you fail. And a lot of the times you fail at the same, you know, at very similar points until that clicks. I don't think I'm ever going to convince you, but when I beat my head against the wall for something for too long, I do something different in the game and I go beat something else or I level up. And that's, and, and that may be fine, but that's, you know, if you go and you level up, to me it's like going through running through the same fucking area again and again and again to you know to get you know souls for something and then you end up uh you know leveling up to a point and then you go and you finish this you know you know finish this area i don't so so i i guess i might have an issue what games with, have you farmed in I don't know. I farmed a lot of fucking games, but it's the same thing. But it's mm, to me, I guess in my mind, it's it's different for Dark Souls. Um, one of the reasons why I don't like the Souls games is uh, I don't necessarily need my hand held on every fucking thing, but the the game really does not want you to fucking like you know have a natural flow uh you have to kind of like piece shit together yourself uh and some of the shit is just nonsensical fucking you know bullshit that ends up throwing so for instance i go through and i'm spending uh, i'm spending a a a decent amount of time trying to get my head around uh you know, demon souls, like the stat block, trying to figure out like, you know, what some shit does, um, trying to figure out like, you know, uh, you know, I figured out fairly quickly the, you know, the equip load shit. And, you know, I don't necessarily understand the item load shit. I guess you just can't pick up any more items once you get to hundred. Um, it just goes to your box, but, and I never really got to that point, but I did figure out enough to be able to beat the first boss. And in Demon Souls, you can't level up until you beat the first boss. So running through that area over and over again makes no goddamn sense because not, not you can't first. really do anything with anything until you beat the first boss. Um, but you can farm firebombs over and over again if you, 
and you're going and and I found out that I kind of needed to uh, farm fire bombs enough fire bombs to be able to at least take out the uh, you know the ads in the first boss uh, because I at first started as a uh, as a holy knight or paladin or whatever the fuck it is basically the dude with the healing you know uh, plate and healing spell um, I started that out. And I hated the fucking halberd. Hated it. Hate that fucking weapon. I, I fucking died so many fucking times in a doorway just because I couldn't swing the goddamn weapon. It would oh, bounce think? off of the fucking wall and, and the fucking <laughs> skeletons would be like, ha! And then they'll do the fucking like, I'm going to slash blindly. And I'm sitting there going, that hurts a lot and die. Uh... I say, you know, fuck it. I'm I'm gonna go fucking royalty and do the magic thing. I got further because I had magic missile. Basically, is what I fucking called Royalty's it. Royalty's fucking OP in that game. You know, and like, okay, I'm just you know, if you're gonna fucking like you know do this shit, I'm I'm just gonna shoot you with my magic wand. Okay, um, that's that's fine. I got to the first boss, threw all my firebombs at the fucking little guys, couldn't kill them all. Um, because I didn't farm enough of them apparently, and uh, and every time I tried to get fucking anywhere near fucking close enough to actually do anything with it melee wise, I was like, it would poke me, and I'm like, nope, fuck this shit. I'm just doing it range. I'm just gonna run around the outside of the fucking room, very very slowly, uh, you know, whittling things down with my fucking magic missile. Um, but I couldn't fucking target the boss because the fucking little guys would always get in the goddamn way and the targeting system sucked balls. Uh, so it would always lock onto the little guys, but not the boss. Um, so I had to like free shoot the fucking, uh, you know, wand at the fucking boss, whittling him down over a period of time and fucking finally killed his ass. I get, uh, and they're like, great. Awesome! You're now alive. Here's a bonfire, and I'm like, okay, great. I'm gonna. I now am like alive and invadable. So fuck this shit. I'm going back to the nexus. I get to the nexus, and at the very, you know, the fucking chick with no eyes. She's like, uh, touch my demon soul, and I'm like, no. Uh, uh, and she's she's like, well, you're not gonna get any stronger if you don't touch my demon soul, and I'm like. But that's, I mean, that's, I don't even know you. Uh, and Bitch, I need a condom first. <laughs> she's like, touch my demon soul. And, and then, uh, but just to get to that point, I couldn't even touch her demon soul until she's like, you need to talk to this dude. Oh, yeah, and, there's no quest marker. And, and the she's like, talk to this dude. And, of course, the game very helpfully does this camera pan that goes kind of up the fucking stair, you know, stairwell up to the big statue. And then a second camera pan that goes from the statue into the fucking doorway and kind of up the stairs, you know, and, and I'm like, okay, cool. So the game is kind of telling me where I need to go. Perfect. So I go up the fucking stairs to the statue and I'm like, okay, I'm here. And then, I turn around and go where the camera pan the second time and up the, you know, back through and up the fucking stairs. And I get to, you know, go all the way up to the fucking stairs. And of course it's blocked off. There's nothing up there. 
So I turn around and I walk down the fucking stairs and this happens. I go up and down the fucking Nexus for 30 fucking minutes trying to figure out where the fuck I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to talk to some fucking like eternal, some bullshit, whatever fuck dude. I'm sitting here thinking it's a dude. No, come to find out it's like half of a dude, uh, with like a candle that's different than the other half of dudes that's sitting around this fucking big statue. All the other half dudes are like, like not, not alive anymore. But there's this one dude I'm walking through here and I'm like, that statue is looking at me. Wait, it has a fucking like, you know, I can talk to the statue and find out it's the dude. He gives me some fucking like exposition and he's like, now you can level up. Great. Now I get to go touch a demon soul. <laughs> and I, I I level up and of course I'm looking at a fucking guide, but none of the guides fucking tell you any of this shit because they're all of the fucking guides that are out there for fucking demon souls that I've seen so far have some assumption that you've played demon souls before. Um, and, and I'm like, okay, none of this shit's just, it's just not feeling right. But they're telling me I need to talk to the fucking apprentice because I'm a royalty, uh, uh, royalty and I have magic spells and I'm supposed to have intelligence 14 so that I can get another spell slot. And then I'm supposed to get Firebolt, and I'm going to have to talk to the fucking apprentice of a fucking dude, and I'm running around for the next 15 minutes trying to find the fucking apprentice. And he's on the outside of the statue. He's uh, he's on the ground floor, up against one of the fucking, like, you know, inner walls, and I swear, they all blend into the background. All of the NPCs look like they're part of the wall. <laughs> To me, it just it just drove it drove me crazy. So I finally find the guy. I finally get the fucking firebolt. I'm like, great. This this is uh, uh, let's go to the next fucking thing on the fucking list. And the next fucking thing in the list is like, you should probably get the fucking uh, what is it? Uh, you know the crescent fucking scimitar. You yeah, know, like crescent falchion. Yeah, and crescent fish uh, falchion. I'm like, okay, that's great. Crescent Falchion is like, go to 4-1. Motherfucker, where and the where anywhere? Anywhere in this fucking game does it even fucking say 4-1? Like, I'm thinking maybe the first place is 1-1. One, one. Okay. But I didn't even know if there was a 1-2. I guess, didn't know there was anything past anything in anywhere. Another fucking thing where the guides are like. You know, you've played this game before, right? Yeah, the, it goes on a semicircle clockwise, and then you it's one, one, two, one, three, one, four, one, five, one, six, one. And and one of those uh one of those fucking gate thing statue dudes is fucking actually fractured and gone. Um so I'm like, okay, one, two, three, four, great. One, great, I can get into this one. Get into this one, and it's uh the fucking Isle of Storms or some bullshit. Uh, and the, that is for one. And, and the, the first, first fucking enemy that you see is a fucking skeleton with glowing eyes. And then this motherfucker is the master of roly poly. Uh, uh, yeah, he's a bitch at first. And I, I, uh, I, I died many times. 
I did not do that immediately after. I went back to one one and discovered all the side paths to different things and discovered all the new things before I went back there. And then after I felt confident with that area, then I went to two one and then I got all the different materials I needed to upgrade weapons until I got to, to a point where I felt comfortable going to the boss. And then I beat that boss, and then I went over there, and then I power leveled through those skeletons because I had a mace at that point. Okay, but I mean, that's that's great. The two I can, I I was able to two shot them with the fireball. If you could hit them. If I could hit them. Yeah, they're hard to hit with magic. The problem was is that they would get into their fucking roly poly mode, and as soon as they fucking started uh, rolled them to fucking a sonic ball. And started rolling down the fucking steps at me. I was done. I was like, I could not do anything. I roll backwards, they still hit me. I roll to the side, they still hit me. I try to hit them before they hit me, they still hit me. I fucking try to block them with a fucking shield, they still hit me. Well, you you had super low stats with everything. And and I'm like, okay, okay, so maybe I can run past them. Nope. Oh, they'll follow you. Nope. They were like... And if you'd have gotten on the path, so you go up to... I know exactly what you're talking about, because I went and got that weapon. So you go past them, you go up the steps, you go to the first gate, and you hook a left, and there's a pressure plate that you hit that shoots arrows at you, and if mm-hmm. you don't have a 100% block shield, or you don't roll through all of that shit... You'll die. You, you'll die. And I don't think I got to that area till I was like 12 or 15 hours in. Okay, well, I, I the, the fucking guides, of course, are like you know, pushing you to do do this, and I'm like, it's, okay, It's kind of like your next goal point, but honestly, the best thing to do is go try your, find a piercing weapon, if you're going to do any melee in the next area, because all the guys are resistance slash. Um, so they only take good damage from blunt or pierce, so like a spear or a rapier or an estoc or a club of some sort is what you need for the next area to really rock those guys, but your starter weapon Whatever you have will rock one one just fine, and you can. There's a lot of shit that you wouldn't have explored anyway. Like there's the dragon bridge. There's all the shit that drops. There's the. I did do well. I I ran through the dragon bridge. I mean, you kind of have to get through the dragon bridge to unlock the boss. Unlock the gate. There's uh, and then right at the very start, through two one, you can make it pretty far. I got through that boss after I was probably like level fifteen. 10 or 15. I mean, I was able to I was able to actually work out uh how to loot the bodies next to the two dragons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You just got to be fast. You got to be very fast. You got you, you can only loot two uh, two of them. You can cheese that dragon in two one on one of the towers if you got a bow or if you free so if you free aim the bow and then use your magic your scepter Mm-hmm. You can use your magic to hit the dragon after you get the timing down, and you can hit it with the pebble or whatever it is mm-hmm. through about three mana potions, essentially, and that, that'll that take down the dragon. Okay. Well, I mean, I, like, I tried. It's I'd... like 80,000 souls or something crazy, so it gives you like fucking like 10 levels at that level. Yeah. I, I tried a couple uh, Tried a couple things. I, I was able to get the, you know, the, the ring... Of fucking like the cling ring. Well, not the. I mean, you get the cling ring. It's basically hard to miss. But um, I oh, got the the, one that... the might ring, um, and I was able to get the uh, the hundred percent fire resist shield uh, from. Oh, that know, takes from some the dragon. Running. That takes some running. I 
I was able to basically bo- get both of those in one run. Um, so you definitely I, have running down. So I ran up to the fucking, uh, well, I knew which corpses they were. That was, that was kind of key is I watched the guide enough to see that these are the two corpses that I needed to go to. So I ran up to the first corpse that was closest to the fucking dragon while the dragon was blowing, you know, fire behind me. And then as it was rearing up to fucking blow fire, you know, at my, at my position, I was running towards the ledge, which was where the, you know, where the uh, other ring was picked up the ring real quick and then fell off the ledge as the fire came over top of me. And I'm like, I just barely fucking escaped that shit. Um, yeah, any items you get, you do a death run like that. Any items you get, stay on you. And that's what I was trying to do with the fucking you know scimitar. Um, because I was I was trying to just I didn't want to I wasn't going to, you know, clear the fucking level. All I wanted was the fucking weapon. Yeah, but you have to be good enough to rock past the skeletons to even get it. And then the skeleton that's guarding the scimitar. You basically roll past and grab the scimitar and, like, book it the fuck out. Yeah, you just, you know, uh, for me, it probably would have been, like, you know, I had, I didn't have any souls on me anyway. So, because I'd lost them all to the fucking, you know, skeletons on the fucking, you know, stairs. Um, So. I think they give a thousand souls per if you can start killing the skeletons. Yeah, I just, I. I got so fed up with the fucking roly poly skeletons that I um that I threw my controller and I said no no this is this is not for me right now and I uh I I messaged you and I said got past the first boss and nope the fuck out uh so I I did rage quit again on on a on a souls game no no big surprise there um if I have patience I might be able to play that game, but lately I have not had the patience to play that game. Um, so I, uh, I set that game aside and I was like, okay, fine. Fuck. The only other game I've got available to me right now, outside of delving deep in my fucking you know, library and, you know, replaying a game or whatever is Returnal. And Mr. Justin says Returnal's harder than Dark Souls. And I'm like, but how hard can it be, really? (laughs) Yeah, how'd that work out for you? So, I mean, the thing about Returnal is is that Returnal actually clicked a little bit more for me than Dark Souls does. Um, Mainly because I think it's it's a bit more twitchy. and for me, it's more responsive. And that's one of the things that I didn't like about Dark Souls is everything is slow and deliberate. Uh, and while I understand that's kind of part of the game, it's also not necessarily how I like to play games. Um, I, I I grew up fucking, you know, playing Unreal Tournament. I'm, I'm very twitchy when it comes to, you know, comes to games. So, um... Returnal clicked a little bit more. Uh, it has a it has a really fucked up weird story to it, and uh, the you know, the story bits that I was able to f- you know glean so far um, was very deeply like mental sci fi, 
is what it comes down to. It's almost like a, um, uh, it's like a psycho thriller almost, uh, you know, for me, I was playing through, uh, I was playing through that. And of course I got my ass handed to me plenty of fucking times in that game. Cause you just, you, you just don't not die in that game. Um, but I, I started to realize certain things. The whole goal of that game is to not get hit at all. Um, if you can, uh, if you can uh, prevent it from happening and not get hit at all, the the game gets easier for you as you go along. Um, I found that uh, found that out because if you don't get hit, the health items that you pick uh, that you see in the fucking zones turn into resin. And resin increases your maximum health pool. So not getting hit is absolutely fucking key in that game. And it's pretty hard to do. And it's really hard to do, especially if you're trying to, uh, you know, if you've got a fuckload of things running at you or if you get into a room that just spawns a fuckload of enemies. Um, not getting hit is absolutely the goal of that game. Um, the, uh, and I mean, it kind of ingrains that too with the adrenaline system, because if you get hit, you lose all of your adrenaline and the adrenaline bonuses are pretty fucking massive, like extra fucking melee, you know, enemy sense, you know, fucking homing missiles on your fucking, you know, on your guns, shit like that. You know, you, you absolutely need that shit, uh, to be you know, effective on some of those, uh, those enemies. Uh, so I got through most of it, got, you know, I played a, a decent amount, probably about 10, 15 hours of it. Um, you know, fought the first boss many, many times. Um, because I couldn't beat the first boss. The first boss is, a pretty major difficulty spike as far as, you know, as, as far as, Enemies. I'm, I'm nodding my head in agreement. Like it's uh, the, ridiculously different because it's a, it's a three phase boss fight, and he gets harder every fucking health bar you uh, you take down. Um, he gets really aggressive on his last health bar, uh, and he does a lot more melee attacks, uh, and he adds extra fucking like bullet hell to everything. <laughs> it's 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 pretty crazy, um, but I. I wasn't able to actually finish that boss. So uh, I said, I'm starting to get fed up with this game a little bit too. After putting some time into it, I'm like, I'm, I don't feel like I'm getting very far. And then I was looking at stuff on YouTube and I was watching some stuff on YouTube and the YouTube thing was like, you know, a couple of the tips and tricks things was, you know, some of the stuff that I'd already figured out. Right. Um, and then I saw the, you know, you watch the, you know, if you watch YouTube enough, you'll find the game that you're playing, but you know, the dev reacts to speed run, um, thing. Um, so somebody had actually beaten Returnal in like 45 minutes and the devs were reacting to it. Um, I was watching everything that this guy was doing and I realized that, Everything that I had gotten, uh, that I had experienced so far was 
fucking simple compared to the rest of the game. <laughs> I I realized the same thing. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> all the enemies that I thought were a pain in my you know, a pain in my ass right now were bog standard easy fucking like you know the patterns are super fucking simple and I'm dying to them. And I I was watching this fucking run of all the extra fucking bosses and one of the fucking bosses was like fucking over the top crazy fucking what the fuck was that? Uh, and that wasn't even the last boss. My mind started blowing at that. Uh, at that, I'm like the first boss seems like straightforward and simple compared to the rest of these fucking bosses. There is no way I'm beating this game. <laughs> <laughs> I I am going to give it one more go before I give up, but that game did not click with me the same way as uh, say like your, your turtle map popped. My 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 finger my my my, my finger come on just exploded. But <laughs> there the, wasn't uh, enough ribbing. <laughs> no, I I got to the same point and then I beat Dark Souls and got into New Game Plus or Demon Souls. Yeah. And and that's one of the reasons so, why I haven't brought it back to you is that I felt like I've been kind of in a weird headspace and headspace definitely plays a part in those games. Like you have to be kind of prepared for some failure to be able to succeed. Uh, and I don't think I was fully prepared for the failure, but I was definitely nitpicking on all the fucking things that was pissing me off. Uh, and because of that, I I said, you know what? It's probably best for me just to set it aside. Um, you know, because if a game doesn't make you happy, you are probably not playing the fucking game right, or it's or it's something else. Something else is you know affecting. Well, there's it. there's another thing too. So Demon Souls is easily the most obtuse of the whole series in like the game mechanics for leveling up and a lot of other things, and it's one of the reasons that it did present such a high barrier to entry as the way you level up is a lot different. The other games, you just go to a fucking bonfire and you level up, you know? Um, you have different checkpoints that you unlock throughout the level, and that's part of the getting through each level is just unlocking a checkpoint. And that, could I make it to the bonfire? Yes. All right. Perfect. Now I got to this checkpoint. I'm going to level myself up to the next level, and then I'm going to move on to the next spot. Right. And you just kind of, like, move through each spot like that through Dark Souls. <laughs> And then you got Elden Ring, which is, there's checkpoints all over the fucking place, and you just simply have to touch them, and you won't necessarily respawn everything, but it'll register as the last spot, and they have these little statues that are sprinkled about by harder enemies, that if you die to the enemy, you respawn just outside of its aggro range, so you could try it again. Um, so, like, Demon Souls, you only have one checkpoint per level, essentially. Pretty which, much, yeah means that you run through the whole thing and then get back to the checkpoint. And there is a faith spell that'll let you warp back with all your souls to the Nexus, but it costs like 30,000 souls. Yeah, I saw that. So, late game, that's what I was using, was I'd get my souls from whatever I was farming, and then I'd hit the button and go back, level up real quick once I got to the level, you know, once I got enough to level and then go back and grind, and then... Well, I did that intermittently, but like sometimes I'd go to the farm spot if I was like, just a few thousand souls away from leveling and I didn't want to blow them exploring, go back to the farm spot, get the little thing within a minute, level up real quick and then go back and continue exploring. And, and I felt like, I felt like 
playing royalty, I was getting a better grasp on things because the royalty starts off with the rapier, uh, which has, I mean, a straightforward move set, right? It's, it's stab, 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 and then stab. There's not a lot that's resistant to the stab either. Uh, Pierce does a lot of good damage versus armor. Right. And it was, it was just, and, and that was, that was another thing because that eliminated the doorway, doorway problem for me because I wasn't swinging something to the side. I was stabbing straight forward. Uh, I didn't have any problems with, you know, with the, that. The S-Stock so, is like a two-handed version of that, a really long right. piercing sword. When I, you know, when I was going through there, I did find, like, a, I think it was called a scimitar uh, on the first level. Um, I don't remember exactly where I found it, but as soon as I got that, then things were, things were a little bit better because... The first area is very, you know, has some open areas, but it doesn't, uh, but a lot of it is like, you know, you know, really close quarters, you know, corridors. Uh, so having something that doesn't swing very wide uh, and slow was definitely beneficial. Uh, though the piercing from the, uh, you know, from the rapier, I, I found myself, it doesn't stagger nearly as much. So you get too close to enemies when you're piercing with the with the rapier, whereas the uh, the the slashing motion from the scimitar was actually staggering things a little bit more. Um, I use scimitars a lot with my uh, royalty class. Yeah, it's and it just doesn't have a whole lot until of until I got the crescent falchion. I found the magic weapon thing, so I'd code it magic and then fucking go wreck shit. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, the my biggest issue with uh, you know with Demon Souls is just I can't find like a good guide. Did did you uh, did you end up playing something else? I did, I did because after those two games failed me hard. Made um, something a little easier. I I needed something that I could kind of relax and just fucking you know just kind of go. Um. So I said, I fucking, I fucking hate zombie games. I preface this completely. I fucking hate zombie games, but I did enjoy the original dying light, not because of the zombies, but because of the parkour. Um, so I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go ahead and pick up dying light too. You also get stupid <clears throat> overpowered in that game. The, um, the, the thing about dying light too, that, you know, that, I could see where you were saying, you know, the people who are uh, shitting on it for not having like great parkour right away is because it kind of in initially just says you are not that great at parkour right now because you are weak uh, and you have to like regain your strength. Um, so, yeah. Uh, initially, the parkour is not great. The initially you initially they put you up uh, against a fucking like billboard that you're supposed to climb and you can't climb it. Like you run out of stamina before you could get to the top of a fucking billboard for fuck's sake. Uh, and the guy that you were following at the time is like, man, you are kind of like you, you're kind of a pussy here. Here's a fucking rope, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Uh, it's and, the game showing you that you are not great. Right. It's And that was all part of 
you know, how that works. And I guess you get your first uh, booster shot and then you're able to actually move things, you know, you know, go and do things. Um, but have you, have you beaten it yet? I haven't beaten it. No. Um, I can probably say where I'm at without saying too much. That would be spoiling the story. What, what gadgets do you have unlocked? I, uh, just, well, I have the paraglider unlocked. Is that the point of the story you're in? Um, I just now got to the ship. So you just started the game. Basically. I just got off of like the trainee island. I I know what you were talking about as far as like, you know, you can spend a lot of time on trainee island. Yeah, you know, cuz you can, you know, you can explore a fuckload of things before you can you level find yourself the... like halfway up to max on trainee island. Yeah, um which is not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, uh you can find a lot of the uh the the Amunu boosters there. Um I spent a decent amount of time, you know, going through there, but yeah. Um I, I, I'm finding that the uh, parkour is okay, but you end up not using it nearly as much as you did in the first game once you get to the second half of the city because of the height in the city. Your parkour um, gets better. It and that and that's fine. I know eventually you turn into fucking Spider Man, but but the the, uh, the the reality there is is that. In the first game, you know, it was more like shanty towns and, you know, not necessarily skyscrapers. Um, and now you've got skyscrapers and less shanty towns. So, like, the first area of Dying Light 2 is almost like Dying Light 1 as far as, like, the parkour was. Right? Because yeah, nothing's higher than, like, four stories. Right. Because nothing's super high. Um, but once you get into the city proper, uh, it's, it's, it's different and I'm not sure if I like it so much to get to the top of the buildings. Oftentimes while you're lower level, you have to go through the building and then climb your way up inside. Well, there's, which means you encounter enemies as you go. Right. And I've noticed going through, you know, some of those, I'm not really worried about that. In fact, I am actively hunting the fucking, like, the uncommon, the, the fucking runners. I'm actively hunting them. I will go into, I will go into the fucking dark areas just to find them fuckers because I need their heads. Um, I need all of their heads. I need many, many uncommon fucking, you know, zombie heads. Uh, I am a head hunter. Uh, <laughs> you use those for upgrades to your uh, blueprints. I ended up getting more of the upgrades for my blueprints that had to do with my tools before I did my weapons. And then I will say focus on the mods that you like the best. Yeah. I, uh, because you it don't, would take it would take forever to level up every single one. You don't necessarily need to. I like the fire ones. Um I like the shock and I like the acid. The fire ones tend to uh I mean once once something catch, uh, catches fire, they're no longer blocking um, or running. Uh, they're true. flailing. Uh, and that means that I can just fucking hack away at them, I guess. And that is and that is kind of, that's kind of key, especially if it's, if it's one of the, uh, 
um, special infected or if it's a bandit or something like that, that would basically block and dodge all of your attacks. Um, if there's you can set them on fo- fire. There's yeah. a lot more focus on combat this time around. There is. There is a bit more co- uh, focus on the combat. Uh, though it doesn't necessarily start that way. You kind of run away from a lot of shit at did the you, beginning. Did you get a bow yet? Uh, I did get a bow. Um, that makes it, the howlers a lot more manageable. Yeah, but it still takes like six fucking arrows to kill them. No, you need the ranged armor. I I need the ranged armor to increase the ranged damage. Thing, damage but the thing is, is I'm I am meleeing more often than I am fucking ranging. That's the thing. And there isn't a good way to change the fucking armor very quickly. No, I tended to mix it up so that I had a decent amount of range power. And your bows get better to where you can headshot the howlers with one shot. You can do the power shot and it does basically, I think it's like double damage. But still, it's it it was underwhelming when I got it. Uh, and I think getting the crossbow will help. So I'm kind of working towards that. Um the uh <laughs> there there's I'll there's... say that just because you align with certain factions with the power when you're doing the unlocks uh-huh. it's the story decisions that make the most difference okay well i am uh uh right now i am full fucking peacekeeper um but the um but that's just so that i can get the crossbow uh the crossbow super fucking overpowered yeah, and I want the crossbow, and then I'm going to, you know, uh, change it up a little bit because some of the traversal stuff, like the uh, having extra zip lines in places, definitely helps. Um, but yeah, it's it's so far it's not too bad. I kind of bounced off a few things in it, like there's some things that don't fucking make sense to me, um, such as. <sighs> It's the moving goalpost. Like he he has this goal to get from you know get to a place, and this is what happens if you cricket when you kick Avalon off the tee. <laughs> you you have a goal to get to a place, and then it is very much the princess is in, is in another castle. It's a moving goalpost. Um, every time he gets to the place where he wants to go the thing he's looking for isn't there and he has to basically start again in a different fucking direction. And it's, and it's so cheaply done that it's like, okay, I'm not getting any fulfillment from the story. Like there's nothing being added here. I'm just basically, I just want to get something, anything like anything like, there, there, there wasn't any, you know, any real good story progression so far that I've seen so far. Um, well, I'll, I'll still tell you the story has basically just started, right? And and that, and and I know that that's I'm fairly early on, uh, so I'm not dogging it super hard. Like you get to the play first place called the Fish Eyes, and you're supposedly supposed to meet you know somebody there. But you end up meeting somebody completely different. You end up interacting with characters you've never really fucking even heard of before. Uh, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you're, you're defending this thing against a fucking, like, you know, shelling. 
from <laughs> from fucking bandits that came out of nowhere. Um, so you're like, okay, cool. There were reasons that I didn't give this. Well, I gave it a high score, but I didn't give it an excellent score. But it would it would have more impact if you got there and you found like something of. I mean, the whole point of the story. Um, this is not really much of a spoiler because it's like in the first fucking five minutes of the fucking game. He's going after his sister. So. You get to that point where you're supposed to meet your sister. No sign of sister. None. It would make more sense if there was something there from the sister to be able to fucking like, you know, kind of goad him forward, you know, outside of the fact that she's not there. You know, princess is in another castle. That's what it felt like to me. Uh, and every fucking, and now I'm expecting it. Now I'm going to the next place and the princess is going to be in another castle. I, I'm just expecting that now. You're not going to find out what happened and what's going on until very late in the game. And that's, and, and that is, that's part of the problem. It's the, that's the motivation they came up with him. Right. It's just, it's just part of the problem for me because, you know, after a while, you're like, well, fuck, what am I doing this for? You know? It's not until it tells you that you're ever on a quest timer, so that's just something to keep in mind. Okay. Um, I noticed there was some things that just that happened, um, which, uh, which was which was different, and I'm not sure if this is different for you know for everybody's playthrough, but there was a point where I'm supposed to go watch something happen, like kind of shadow a transaction. Um, but I fucked off and went and did, uh, you know, some other, you know, something else because that's what you do in video games is like, Ooh, shiny. Uh, and then some, you know, over the radio, they're like, it was a fucking trap. You know, everybody's dead. And I'm like, Oh shit. I probably was supposed to be there to watch that transaction happen in real time. Wasn't I? Oops. <laughs> yeah. There are some things like that, but like if um, you start a quest, it's probably better to follow through with whatever you start and then do other things. If it seems like something of that nature where it's like, go check on this person, you probably should go check on that person. Yeah. Or, or that person's probably going to end up dying. Um, or, you know, it's not like on a timer on your screen, but it's like, if you put it off for too long, things happen. Right. That's, that's one of the things that I've saw, you know, saw so far. It makes you, um, the further you get into it, it's going to make you commit to more decisions. I know you've already committed to a couple so far. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have. Uh, I won't go into which ones on you know on the air here, but uh, but yeah, there's there's been a few uh, of the you know you have twenty seconds to decide, um, you know, uh, branching story paths, and I'm not sure how much that's going to affect things, um, but we'll see. Um, there's, I'm gonna go through and play it again if we get into another lull period and when i do i'm gonna try to pick different decisions to see what happens yeah i uh i don't know i i am enjoying what i've got so far it's tentative because i'm not big on zombies i really think that they're just overused um the 
you know the uh the the bandits are basically just a breath of fresh air in a game that's you know just a zombie game with parkour you're gonna find spots where there's a bunch of bandits like in an abandoned subway station mm-hmm. you can turn off the lights and the zombies come in and start fighting them oh, okay well there's that I mean, so, there's there's some things that you can do. I have noticed that um, uh, as of right now, uh, my greatest weapon is a drop kick. The drop kick is supremely overpowered. You're on a rooftop, so, you can you can knock them like thirty feet away. It is so overpowered, so overpowered. That and the spike walls, mm. you know, combination drop kick spike wall, perfect. Uh, the so many enemy lieutenants dead to a fucking spike wall because I drop kicked them into it, um, and, and I would just kind of kite them over towards the spike wall, fucking run around them, drop kick them, and then into a fucking spike wall. Did you did you do the challenge where you get the cricket back to not zombies off the top of the roof? I have not gotten you know I haven't done very many you know challenges. I've done one parkour challenge and that was very tenuous because I didn't necessarily have great stamina or any of the movement abilities probably uh, just do some dark zones and get your stamina up right do the ones that are like the medical facilities so you yeah. can get the extra bonus points i've been doing the the medical facility ones um and i've got a decent amount like i'm up to like maybe seven minutes on my uh oh, that's pretty good early game yeah so you know, I think I was scared of the dark zones for too long before I really started diving in. Yeah, I I wasn't I wasn't scared of fuck all because it's fucking zombies. Like there was the no, the I hardest just, problem. I thought it would be harder than it was. Is what I'm getting at. Ah, uh, because you go through the first one and they sick a fucking nightkin or whatever the hell he is on you, and you have to like hide from him half the time. Oh yeah, um, and they're not in that many of them. No. Now, if you go in a dark zone in the daytime, you will find them. Uh, the, the hardest one that I've seen so far had two goons in it. Um, you know, and those are the big guys with the fucking, like, you know, super club arm. Um, yeah, they're not, they're not too bad, honestly. They're slow, but if they hit you, they'll fucking fling you across the fucking room. Um, kill kill everything around them and then take them on. Right, well, dropkick definitely helps, too. Um, I didn't have ever tried drop kicking them does it actually stagger them? it staggers it? them backwards about a step oh um it doesn't but it does more damage than uh than your normal swing is because you can uh, you dodge in and dodge out for those guys uh so uh they'll make they'll do one big heavy swing you dodge out of it and you only get maybe one or two hits on uh on them before they you know swing again but if you run in Drop kick them. It staggers them backwards, and by the time you get up, they're swinging. So you ba- uh, you dodge backwards, and then you go forward and fucking drop kick them again. You can just do that over and over again, and it does more damage than your fucking you know weapons do. Um, and if he's outside, you can you know you can drop kick him into a fucking you know off of a building or you know out of the way or you know drop kicking is. It's it's it is overpowered. <laughs> you can also nah. get to the point where you can Mario jump off the top of them and then Mario jump down. Yeah, I've done uh, Mario jump and then a fucking downward slash on them a couple times. Um, There's some pretty great parkour attacks. Yeah, the uh, 
the most fun I've had uh, is just drop kicking people completely off of skyscrapers. That I mean, it's very satisfying because you you if you hit one and they hit another person, it's like a big domino effect, uh, and they all just fly away. And if you drop hit, uh, I found out if you drop kick a uh, a bad guy into a corner, uh, sometimes they just spontaneously die. I don't know why they just they just spontaneously die. Um, like I broke their neck or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, I have found a couple bugs in that game though. Um, I have fallen through the world twice. Uh, uh, if you are on a pipe, uh, and you circle, you can kind of like, you know, crawl around a pipe. Uh, you can actually crawl onto a pipe and into the wall. And if you fall, you fall through the world. I have not done that yet. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I have I have done that a couple times on a power station. You know, falling through the fucking world. Um, it's it's all right. Uh, it's it's definitely going to uh, uh, occupy my time uh, until you know some other games come out. I mean, at this point, it's either that or play Final Fantasy or fucking, you know, play something else in my, you know, in my library, because I don't think there's really that much in the way of games that I want to play that's coming out right now. Um, yeah, like I've heard bad things about Babylon's Fall, not that I was big on, you know, any more live service games, but yeah, um, I, didn't, I didn't even take a look at it, but I mean, you would think being a platinum games thing, you know, you're, you're, you're expecting some decent combat. And from what I've seen so far, it's not that great. Uh, so that's kind of off the table. Uh, it's overpriced from what I hear too. It's like 60 bucks for a fucking, you know, game that could have been free to play. Um, well, do you think we ought to take a break? Yeah. Uh, I'll figure something out, but yeah, uh, we'll take a break. So, things, stuff. I wanted to, uh, wanted to actually just bring something up since we're there's so much to look for right now with them placing this one. There's not a lot going on right now, but I wanted to. Uh, there's so many stories going on about Elden Ring. I did want to bring in one Steam user statistic. So. Current players for Elden Ring right now on Steam is 873,480. Peak is 953,426. That fucking dumpster fire Lost Ark peak today was 847,000 and current players 579,000. Okay. That's the number one and number two game. The number three being Counter-Strike, then Dota, then PUBG, then Apex Legends, and then Destiny 2. Destiny 2's at 229,000 peak. Yeah, but Destiny 2 hasn't really, I mean, it doesn't really peak that much. Most of the people who are playing Destiny 2 have been playing Destiny 2. That's the thing. It's pretty It's pretty static. Um, 
fun thing, fun fact. Um, remember what I was saying about uh Lost Ark and you know in it having like a uh an end game that basically says, "Oh, you're not going to get your upgrades." You know, why don't you buy them? It. What I found out is that it gets it gets worse once you get up and you know uh, in the tiers. But I didn't know how worse. Um, once you get to tier three, which is like the top end gear, um, each upgrade has a one percent chance of succeeding. One percent. One out of a hundred. And the goal of you know of tier three is to either get super fucking lucky, uh, or buy a bunch of fucking upgrade materials so that you can keep trying over and over again because there is a pity system. You'll get, uh, you'll get additional percentage points to you know, uh, to each upgrade attempt, uh, after failing, but it starts out at one percent, and I'm like, you're playing lotto at that point. You know, you know, you're, you know, that, that is, that's dumb. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that everybody was on my steam list that plays games, right? I've only got one that still played it. Yeah. Uh, we all gave it a shot. It was a, for the most of us, it was a free shot to give something a shot. Right. To try it out. And, uh, once I realized it wasn't respecting any of my time, I decided to free up some hard drive space. Yeah. It, it's it is literally my biggest disappointment this year. It's still installed. I don't think of it as that much of a disappointment, though it wasn't what I was expecting. Um, I guess I don't know exactly what the fuck I was expecting because I kind of heard about this stuff beforehand. But um, I was but I wanted to experience it. As I was well. experiencing expecting a more multiplayer focus with single player focus of a Diablo game. Yeah, and it's you're, just not, you're even, not getting that. It's not you. even near the Challenger story. Yeah. Now, if if somehow, and I'm not, I'm not even sure if this is even a thing that's even been thought of. But if Grim Dawn Two ever actually happens, I'd be all over that. Oh fuck yeah, I would be too. I've even thought about playing Grim Dawn again because Grim Dawn's one of the best ones. It's it's a really good uh, ARPG. That's really fucking good. Um, but yeah. I mean, I was looking for an ARPG after you know uh, after Lost Ark. And, uh, Grim Dawn came across my fucking thing. Of course, literally know. in my head, there's only three ARPGs. There's Grim Dawn, there's the Diablo series, and there's fucking Path of Exile. Mm. There's there's a couple. There more. hasn't been any that have scratched the itch in the same way those three have for me. Mm. Okay, I mean, I, I can Last Epoch. Eventually, when it's done, I'll give it a shot. Last Epoch is all right. Um, it's it's not the greatest, but it's it's all right. Um. But yeah, uh, Grim Dawn is definitely a good, uh, good game. But anywho, um, we got a couple bits of news, right? Yeah, we had a couple more bits of news. Um, so the uh, there's a new expansion coming out for Back for Blood. It's coming out in April. Tunnels of Terror. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it'll be something I guess me, Jason, and Crystal will be playing. It's going to add a new type of enemy, two new characters, and more. Boy. So it comes out April twelfth. Um, sure, you can look it up to see what is going on. Um, it has had. I know that some people really shit on it, but right now it has had up. It has had ten million players since its launch in October. Wow! So it's not doing horrible. 
it's just getting shit on by more elitist stuff there. And friends of mine that are also kind of elitist. Um, and people who don't like fucking zombie games. So, coming, you know what's coming to Game Pass this month? Mm. Guardians is on Game Pass, right? On the 10th? Yeah. It's, we'll finally be able to play it. Dude, You, it's, it's, it's a good game. Like, it doesn't seem like it would be a good game. It's a good game. You should probably, I can't you, wait. You, 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 you should play it's it. It's probably what I'll end up playing after Elden Ring. It's that and Horizon. Yeah. It it just... I I mean... Maybe we all should have played it before the end of the last year. I did. And it would have ranked was, higher. It was, it was definitely... It was definitely good. Like, it's not the... It's not, like, the greatest game in the world, but it's fun. And that's the important part. It's fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, and it's just, I don't know, something about having the soundtrack playing while you're, you know, beating up. It sounds like a fucking Marvel movie until the fucking, like, you know, uh, Star-Lord soundtrack kicks in, you know, and you do a huddle and the fucking Star-Lord uh, soundtrack kicks in and you fucking, like, overpowered. It makes, uh, yeah. It's it's really yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. You get fucking like Pat Benatar fucking playing in the background. You know it's great. Uh, so um, yeah, definitely definitely give that a shot if you have not. Uh, for the price of Game Pass, it's a no brainer. Absolutely, nine ninety nine. You can beat it in a month. Mm. So one of the other things that's been a big deal. So there's a there was a company trying to acquire RimWorld for a console port. And then it wasn't approved by the ratings committee in Australia, so it got. So it is when they do the console port, it won't be released in Australia. Right. So five days later, the Steam page disappeared in Australia for ratings reasons. That's because they hadn't looked at it until then. And so you can still get RimWorld off their website if you're getting it as a new sale in Australia, and if you have the existing game, they're not going to take it out of your library but the page is locked out, is region locked for Australia. It's based off of the rating system. I looked into a little bit of it, um, but because of all the things that could happen in that game... Uh, I mean, like how I'm usually a weed farmer? Well, right. You, I mean, yes. You, know, you are... You know, growing fucking, you know, drugs and selling that, you know, selling drugs to make money. You know, and that's one possibility, but there's also like, you know, weird religious shit that can happen. There's fucking cannibals. There's fucking all kinds of shit. And I mean, that's, it's, it's, it has, you know, drugs, murder, all the things that, you know, that is, you know, just a random fucking chance in that game. Um, and because it's so hard, it's because it's so hard to actually control the you know what what is actually in that game as far as like the random events that happen um it's not able to be um rated properly by their rating system yeah it's basically turns into a, it sits up there somewhere with the basically the porn simulators you can get on steam um, because of the rating that it's at, it's basically like an NC seventeen game, but it's not. It's not graphic in its depiction. It's just graphic in its 
concepts. Right. And because it's it's random. That's the thing. Was the, uh, the part of it. I don't is, think you can replace the drug shit with some kind of crop because your characters can get addicted to the drugs and have negative effects on your colony. Right. Or you can give some people some joints because they're really, really sad and it'll make them happy for a little bit and you can unrestrict the usage of, of smoke leaf and uh, then you have a happy colony again and then they become dependent and then they get the munchies and they eat all your food and and then they can get addicted to weed. Um, which I know that's a controversial topic, but essentially... They can get it. You're calling, get addicted to weed, and then they have to have weed. Otherwise, they they will start to revolt, or they'll get in, enormously depressed and stay in the room, or essentially like kill themselves and do all sorts of crazy shit. Right, which is hilarious to me because it is not things that I think are hilarious in real life because it's a damn video game. It's a fucking simulation. Like it, it really comes down to it. It's like a, it's it's like a, it's watching an ant farm. It's the best damn farm game ever, though. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, RimWorld is always going to sit in my top games of literally all time because there's nothing else like it. There's really I've played a lot of sim games like that. And it's the best weird ant farm game that's out there. Yeah, it's you know it's it's just it sits head and shoulders above so many things. It's just really hard to rate for the Australians because they have a different rating system. Is all because I mean, they're a bunch of fucking puritans. Come on now. Have you ever fucking have you ever even fucking listened to them actually speak? Um <laughs> Not talk about the people and talk about the government. Oh, okay. Anywho, does anybody have anything else? Because I'm tapped out. Mm, no. I mean I've got a mini story if you don't have something. I I don't because most of everything that I'm seeing here has to do with world news and I mean, that's, and we're not getting into that. It's uh, we're we're not going to get into that per se. I will say there are there there's there's some speculations. I mean, obviously there's there's game studios that are in both affected countries right now, um, and uh, so Stalker is actually uh, programmed in Ukraine, uh, Ukraine right? Uh, and then uh, another game that we were looking forward to, which was Atomic Cart, is in Russia. Uh, both games delayed, obviously. <laughs> so, uh, and we won't know whether or not or when we're going to be able to get, you know, get access to, you know, yeah. those games. Uh, and both games were something that Justin was looking forward to. You know, so it was, uh, it's just just a unfortunate side effect. I mean, it's like the smallest little fucking side effect as far as everything is concerned, but still. Yeah. I think Stucker's pretty delayed right now because they're trying to live. Right. You know, they're, they're, they're trying to survive the conflict and everything. So, and I, the people that did uh Metro are also trying to figure out how to live right now as well. Yeah. And four a games. Yeah. And, um, I mean, considering, considering the, you know, everything that's happening as far as that atomic cart being, you know, at uh, their studios in Moscow. So, you know, and right now they're being like closed off from the entire world as financially. Yep. So, um, so that's, uh, you know, so that those are a couple of games that are going to be, you know, affected two, right now. Two weeks ago, we didn't even know this shit was going to happen. And now it's like off right. the radar. Yep. You know, those are, those are not games that we're going to be playing right away. Um, um one thing that's just really interesting, so there's a uh, 
mod for Half-Life Alex. that's a Bioshock mod that is due to be finished soon. I saw that. And it's Alex moving into the world of Bioshock. Oof. It's a roughly, the goal is 15 hours of additional content. Damn. In Half-Life Alex, essentially. But it's called Return to Rapture. Um, so it's, it says the unofficial campaign will hit the game's Steam Workshop page on March 11th. Picking up where the impress, and I'm, this is off Upload VR's website, that says this will be picking up where the original set of levels left off. Turner Rapture tells a new story in which Alex herself travels the iconic underworld city, coming in contact with both Combine soldiers and headcrabs, as well as enemies from the Bioshock series. Huh. Um, it looks fucking nuts. I mean, building, you know, Rapture in VR VR is pretty crazy. Fucking being able terrifying. To, <laughs> being able to walk through fucking Rapture. I mean, Rapture is not, it was not fun to fucking walk through, you know, in first person, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and tentatively interested. Still need to hook up my my VR setup again. I've got some I've got some computer shit I've got to do. Yep, um, and that's about it yes. that I had. That's I think, I think that's about where I'm going to stop. Yes, let's uh, let's yep. let's finish. So with that, guys, find us at TiltCast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash TiltCast. Our YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash RealTiltCast. Search for us on iTunes and Spotify. Subscribe. And find some friends of the show. You got Cabbage KBG for the love of gaming. Um, BMFCast.com, MilkQuarters.net, and TVGP.tv. They also play Souls games. And with that, it's the end of the show. All right. Peace. Peace.